All right, let's crash and burn this bitch. Roll the shit. Let's go. Maybe you can sing the theme song. <laughs> uh, I wrote a song about someone very special to me. It's a very personal song and kind of awkward at times. It's about my best friend, my roommate. It's the best piece of ass I've ever had. Hello and welcome to another episode of Is This Still Good? I'm your host, Gavin Murray. With me is someone we'll call a host as well. Uh, Legally, you have to. <laughs> that voice was Sage Builderback. And today we have with us a guest who I'm meeting for the very first time. Welcome, Garrett Judy. Uh, <laughs> He was no? literally on the show before Gavin. That's hey. right. <laughs> you yep. just saw his face for the first time. Okay. And yeah, that is true. Let's crash and burn this bit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we're here apparently. with Garrett to talk about hey. the Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> I platinumed that. I can do that all day. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, of course you did. Thank you. So Garrett is uh, a very special guest on a very special episode. We're we are talking about the very special song that I wrote for him in college. Garrett, do you do you remember this? Quite vividly, yes. <laughs> and and Gavin, do you remember this? Like it was yesterday. No, I've never heard the song before Seth uh, today that. in my life. <laughs> so I wrote Garrett's a love song while we were called roommates. Ten years ago. I performed it at a talent show, and on this episode of Discount Song Exploder, we're going to talk about it. It was an open mic. It was an open mic. I was curious about that. Aren't it's all the, it's the same open thing, mics right? talent shows? <laughs> really? <laughs> you know, I guess so. Yeah, why not? Um I feel like when it comes to talent shows, there's a certain level of like you're forced into it. But now that I think about it, maybe open mics have a similar amount to that, too. There's something both like there's a culture around open mic nights that is very beautiful and like supportive a lot of the time. But you also get like that. I would say maybe an eighth of the people at an open mic might are hi, friends. Actually, Garrett, you, you know this a little bit better. How many people don't come back ever? Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> but also, it was at our college, so there was it was like in a great location for random people to come in and mm -hmm. sit and join. So that happened, uh, which is good because like five people in our friend group did shit at that show, and um, Sages might not have even been the most ridiculous. You know, really? Well, I mean, it was. <laughs> but we also had Sarah blank last name who read a poem on stage that she had never read before that was called Zamboner. Oh yes, that's right. That is a good title for a uh for a poem. See like I was yeah. nervous enough presenting this that the the rest of the actual event just kind of goes right by because I'm thinking about what I'm going to do <laughs> the entire time and some people went after me and I'm just like buzzing backstage there's no backstage but outside <laughs> you're like hey guys how was my show in, in in the alley next you know with the heroin needles and yeah and this is what i'm assuming i don't know much about the seattle uh open well, mic this scene. is spokane would which you guys is, first off 
Spoke Spokane. My 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 apologies. Yeah, Eastern Washington University. Yeah, technically it's Cheney, but that's really not worth splitting hairs about. So, I mean, I am curious to hear about this specific venue. What was it called? Was it on campus? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a part of the big main building. Yeah, it is in it's in the Which, same uh, building as the cafeteria. Uh, <laughs> that's really all I remember. Baldies is what they call it. Baldies? Yeah, that's like their See if you I'm pretty sure. If you had gone to a fancy state school, Gavin, (laughs) you would know these things. Because as I understand it, literally every campus has a Baldies. I I went to a state school. How was the Baldies? (laughs) We had a depot was where our, uh, we had like a suburban, like I'm actually picturing the depot whenever I'm like, I'm actually picturing you guys in the cafeteria, but like the depot at SF State was an underground near like the main cafeteria thing that like would have comedy nights and like surprisingly decent bands terrible sound but like people like everyone running it was like students and they were like doing their best and a lot of it was like surprisingly good and then you'd have your off nights i'm assuming baldies is a similar vibe did you guys also did they push you guys underground to have to do this like literally okay well i'm pretty sure baldies was because the mascot is a bald eagle Oh. And uh it's multi-floored. <laughs> so actually on the third floor, right on the side of a brick wall as you're going past seats and whatnot is like a big lounge which is where they threw the open mic. I'm glad they gave you a brick wall to perform in front of like just like to really nail home that classic like <laughs> that's a vibe. Yeah, there's some lighting as well in the video if that's ever yeah, shown when... to light where uh, people setting up just kind of brought some mood lighting and you know, I think they did some work. Yeah, it looks like he, he, Sage is the Wicked Witch of the West is like the vibe I get from it. Like his naturally screen, his skin is like a deep, deep green, like saturated. Uh, you you drop a house on that guy and like, <laughs> and it's only socks. Oz is yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they did not give me the uh, the diva lighting that I was hoping for. How? So, what years of school is this for you guys? So this is you have been roommates for. A time. Yeah. Pretty early. I because <laughs> I when I was a freshman I had the assigned roommate and for the last what semester we moved into a room. Sage and I got like an extra big room that was not being filled wow. up. And yeah, it's the almost the size of my current room where I live alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nice. <laughs> Spacious. And so that was like a full semester. So I'm pretty sure it was at the end of that year, which was freshman year for me. So wait, were you guys assigned roommates then? Or did you choose each other? How did you all meet? Chose each other. We met through friends. And uh, I think I met Poppy. Oh, yes. From everyone coming to Tuonka. And then Poppy was hanging out slash lived next to Sage and Chris and other Less important people. Now, Gavin, you know all these words that we just said. What the fuck is a Twonka? <laughs> is that like a Twonka truck? I'm very confused. It was the buffet. I worked at the buffet on campus. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was slinging out bergs every day. So this is this is year one, then, of y'all's... Uh... For me, Sage actually, I think, was a sophomore already. Yeah, so okay. 
I had, he had already switched. come to college and ruined his career. Yeah, so I had already done two years at University of Alaska Anchorage, and they did not accept all my credits when I transferred to Eastern Washington University because they wanted more money. So I had to do another Trash. bullshit year outside of my actual two years of, of in that film program. It was pretty worthless except for Garrett and, like... Wahoo! I mean, you got some good videos. There's the Stair Dancer. There's one where you hit me in the eye with a paper airplane. I sure did. But that was that was the next year. This is the year where I had to just, like, redo some stuff and take some humanities. I get ended up getting a minor in Spanish just because it was the easiest thing to do with my credits that would add to an eventual film degree. Now, Garrett, were you also in film school, or were you studying something else? No, I first went in with... Uh computer science and was doing coding classes and got my butt kicked in that until I switched over to technical communication and then graduated mm -hmm. with that. Right on. At this point, Garrett is an actual freshman, and because I'm a transfer student, I am shoved into the freshman dorms by default, which is, I don't know, I've probably not the best move. Basically, I was in the dorm that had a revolving door of Japanese exchange students, and I had had three go through. Two of them were very cool, and one of them sucked. But when Garrett's wanted to change rooms for whatever reason, and he asked me to move in, I, I jumped My on My roommate that. was kind of screaming in his sleep. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Wait, say again? He he kind of screamed in his sleep a couple of times. Night terrors. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, a, like I think credit-wise, he wasn't a senior, but I think he had been there long enough that he would have been a senior. Mm-hmm. Did Sage ever scream in his sleep? No, he mostly screamed wide awake. Okay. He, he stares at you straight when he, he screams. <laughs> I believe that might have been addressed in the song uh, at a certain point. Yeah. Count on. Yeah. So speaking of this song, Garrett's. So you went from a roommate who screamed at his sleep to a roommate who just let you sleep with, uh, with no difficulties. Is that correct? I mean, you were always like watching Lost really late or something. And I was like, this is trash turn off let me ask because i i <laughs> for starters you're wrong and uh chris hauser our friend who recorded this would definitely agree that that you are incorrect that's fair but those were the only times you you kept me up well i i don't know if you're doing a bit or or if you're or if you're lying <laughs> because i definitely <laughs> those are the only options practiced this song for months leading up, in fact, uh, the the impetus of this was just I was doing improv songs to annoy you while you were trying to sleep <laughs> at midnight or 1 a.m. Wow, the best roommate award goes to, <laughs> to all of us. Don't It's too early to call that. Uh, it was during my freshman year. I still had like early morning classes and that was a pain in the butt. But yeah, there were a couple of times when TV is just hard for me to sleep if it's on. Okay. I guess. Mm -hmm. it, but it's the light, not the sound, is what you're saying? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's both. And I, I think Sage doodling around on the guitar probably didn't bother me as much. Okay. <laughs> I like the idea that, Sage, you were just practicing to Garrett just passed the fuck out. <laughs> thinking that you were being annoying. So you both were really getting what you needed out of this relationship. It's kind of beautiful in its own way. It's entirely possible. The important thing to remember about <laughs> when, we, when we talk about best roommate ever is that this was ten fucking years ago. <laughs> yeah. And 
Well, and one thing that you brought up too, Garrett, that I'm we're going to get to the bottom of. I don't think we're ready to get there, just like you said. But like <laughs> more context. this this song does posit that Garrett is the best roommate ever. But years from now, as Garrett's going through his life, whenever this haunting melody is brought again to memory, whenever I hear it on the radio, yeah, uh, it sounds like. Sage kind of expects everyone to kind of look at the song and realize that he was the best roommate ever. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just interested to see how that, that, that has been posited and how that has aged. I mean, it's unsurprising to me personally, but for the viewers, uh, the listeners, <laughs> they might feel different. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll continue that conversation as we keep going. Have we started? <laughs> haven't we so so yes sage yes gavin when did you realize that garrett was the best roommate ever was it a moment or did you just wake up and realize it one day like was there a specific like did you just catch him eating like sashimi in a really cute manner or like what yes yes to all of those um <laughs> garrett garrett was a really good roommate uh I think I'm probably not, and I think Garrett is a very patient man. That's part of being a good roommate. And I think those things really complemented each other, because him being patient and understanding means I could get away with, with not being those things. I could be my annoying college self, and uh, and things just kind of tend to work out. So I think me viewing Garrett as the best roommate ever... Uh, it's probably just a just a very selfish act on my part. It's, it's probably just an acknowledgement of things for for putting up with me playing guitar in the early hours of the morning when apparently you were just fucking asleep, not appreciating the song I was currently writing about you. I would come to appreciate it later. <laughs> well, let me ask because I I I am playing this night after night, a couple times a week, refining it, deciding to play it at a talent show, workshopping different things, uh, singing courses about things as you're currently doing them and the things you are studying as you are studying, etc. So when the mm -hmm. actual song comes out, how surprised are you? I, I, I loosely have memories of walking in on you doing the fast verse. <laughs> Hey, what's wrong with you? I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to come inside you and push the pin away. I don't know what you're going through. It's part of me and part of you. Wish that I would go away, but I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, I feel like there were more tidbits that I remembered than got out in the song. So I was, I was really, like, braced for the worst from the very get-go. And I was like, oh, wow, this is some actual representation. Like, this feels pretty good. None of it's actually, like, saying that I'm a good roommate specifically. You're just like... Hey, he likes Final Fantasy, but like, I'll take that. I'll fucking take that. Plays a lot of Final Fantasy. It's his obsession. Don't you know this is a recession? Garrett, you can't afford that shit. Garrett, what are you doing with your money and your life? You do yeah. seem to like Final Fantasy. It's a good series. You know. Which is your part. favorite Final Fantasy? You know, I, I like to say 7 and 10, but... Six and eight and tactics are also phenomenal. Which is the one that you were actually playing most in our time in college? Was that like thirteen had just come out? Thirteen was oh, brand wow. spanking new. 
And uh, I don't hate it. A lot of people were really butthurt about it, and I thought it was a pretty Isn't good Isn't 13 the online and... one? No, that's 11 Jesus or 14. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so let's get back on track. <laughs> Uh, I was I was satisfied with your uh, representation of me, and I knew that it was gonna be a not about me pretty quickly the whole song. And you know we dip into robots and uh, things of that nature, which I just want to say right now is perfect. Is <laughs> an excellent verse. It's hilarious. Like you're saying dumb and silly stuff, but in the way that is like engaging and uh, honestly kind of well paced. So like when you when you trail off in the song, I I think it totally works. It's a very sage esque moment. But if you were my robot, I would program you to do stuff like my homework, back me up in bar fights, but not for sex, cause that's weird. <laughs> sex with robots is weird. I'm looking at you, Japan. It was definitely just repurposed from some stand up. <laughs> yeah, no, I also watched some stand up. When I went back and rewatched this song the other day, your humor can be a little harsh for people, so I feel like it's easier for them to digest in a song. Oh fuck me! Do you have videos of my stand-up from college? Yeah, it's it's oh posted by Chris on the Facebook as well. Oh, I have. I bet that age is even even worse, because <laughs> you can get a lot away with a lot when you sing it. Yeah, <laughs> I was unaware that Sage had done stand-up. Ooh. Well, I don't want to see that. So let's get into that. We were pretty into poetry, my boy Tim and I, performance poetry, doing open mics. Yeah. And Sage was, he's like, hey, I, you know, words are pretty cool. I want to hang out. I want to do some stuff. I don't really want poetry, but like open mic humor. So there were a couple of times I think Sage did stand up. So was he doing this then at, so was this? This open mic at Baldi's, was this predominantly like spoken word poetry or was this more music like or stand up or was it just kind of a quite mismatch? a few people with acoustic guitars? OK. Um, and then there were a couple of stand ups and then there were a couple of poetries and honestly, maybe like a couple of others. What like is short other? stories? OK, or whatever the F someone comes up with. There was an infamous uh, at open mics in San Francisco. There was a woman who would just poop in a bucket. So like, I was really ready for whatever other was going to be. No, we didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's why other is there, but we didn't have anything that phenomenal that I can recall. I was not prepared for that, Gavin. (laughs) But the bucket was ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're going to be running an open mic, it's important to have a bucket, just at least a loner bucket of some sort. So I always remember, yeah, because I did three or four stand-up acts, I feel, across different open mics. And also when I went back to Alaska in the summer, there was was a bar that I would do stand-up on every week. Um, Turns out it's just way too much work to get good at. And like a lot of things in my life, I've decided that's too much work and I'm not going to do it, which is why I am not a director, which is why I'm not a cinematographer, which is why I'm a sound mixer. Because I'm naturally good enough at it that I don't have to put in the overwhelming amount of work it would take to be great at. Plus, you've got the representation from that, you know, one time you remixed a Nine Inch Nails song. <laughs> I sure, I sure did that. And here it is for all our listening joy. <laughs> I don't think we could play that. <laughs> I'm becoming less defined as days go by. 
now we're back. That was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out to comics and putting in the time. Unless you didn't and you suck at comedy, I guess. Shout outs for getting on stage because regardless, it's pretty scary. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, it always helps like doing it in a college setting because I was never the like there'd be you know, four or five stand-up acts during any of those. And I was never the best, I don't think, but I'm also fairly certain I was never the worst. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, there we go. Consensus. Sages, sages, great at comedy. <clears throat> <laughs> so, Garrett, how far into, like, your restraining order paperwork were you? Not very. Um, no. Okay. We we'd roomed together for a whole nother year after this <laughs> song, actually. Wow. And uh, that's touching. During that time is when we get into the restraining order. I mean, it's probably both ways. I, I did some more stuff that time during during the, that year that were probably harder to He's live. He's lying. With. He's the best roommate ever. And we, we keep teasing that, you know, which one of you is the best roommate ever? My wife would chime in on that. <laughs> and which way would <laughs> yeah, she? What's she gonna, what's she going to say, Garrett? Yeah, I said a vote for Sage. I'm confused. <laughs> Yes, she's never met Sage. <laughs> so and, why would uh, by default? <laughs> and you're keeping it that way, and I understand. I was I was so looking forward to writing and performing an updated version of the song at your wedding. <laughs> that would have been excellent. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been something. Gavin, at this point, do you have questions about the song? Oh, oh yes. I, I definitely do. Yeah, we so, haven't even touched the lyrics yeah. Well, yeah. So I did specifically want to talk about the Final Fantasy reboot, but like we can push that aside for now. Well, well that's fine. Sage, how have your thoughts about sex with robots evolved over the years? It's weird, it's immoral, it's, well, it's dangerous. Don't you guys watch movies? Do you know what happens when a robot becomes self aware? I can't think of a better way to give something a sense of identity than to fuck it. <laughs> Besides, wouldn't it be like all cold and steely? You gotta be years away from properly singing. You know what? No, I didn't do any research. Uh, that's one of the few parts of the songs that I, I am consistent on. I, I don't think people should be having sex with robots. I think it's a slippery slope. Um, and I just I just think that there's a lot of things that can go wrong. And are more likely to go wrong when people start putting their bits mm -hmm. inside robots. So are you worried about, like, you know, leveling off child production or just, like, a lack of... I mean, that that is an interesting point because if people are having sex with robots, let's say in lieu of having sex with humans, that will assist in our in our population problem, um, which is a, a point I never, I never considered. Yeah, there's also, like, the... Does empathy go into that as well if you're doing less time just talking to other people? Uh like your roommate for for instance. I I think really what it comes down to, and this song is probably written about the same time that Ex Machina come came out. Very very seriously, if I can if I can have a moment of of clarity here. By all means. If robots, fembots if you will, do achieve sentience I I don't want them to have all those memories of those times they were basically metal sex slaves. Yeah, okay. I think it's a bad idea. That's a very interesting fear. I 
I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, I think Sage had like a nightmare where all of his best friends died from having sex with their <laughs> robots. And he's like, of course they yeah. would. <laughs> just like not surprised. Just like, well, I knew this day was coming. Time to reach under my bed and pull out the uh, the anti-robot, uh, the, the robot murder and stuff that I've been storing. The the last date I went on, um, she was. I know it's it's terrible to segue into it, but like she <laughs> she said that she revealed that she had a fear of being in an accident and the seatbelt just decapitating her, which she acknowledges is not a thing that could happen. But like we all have those very specific fears. Fair enough. Gavin, do you have a, a deep fear you would like to reveal to the world for the first time on this podcast? Um, I mean, my most recent thing is like, you know, I, I too enjoy dabbling in music and I got a new guitar and I just imagine waking up and going to the living room and finding it snapped in half because everything I touch, you know, in my dreams shatters. And uh, yeah, that's my specific nightmare right now is just that I'm, Putting things on a timed destruct without knowing it. Yeah, I'm sad now. <laughs> Fucking unrelatable, Garrett. My dad voting for Trump for a second time. Oh, God. Which I, I don't know that, that he yeah. has. I just know mm. that he did it once. And then I was like, hey, here's some articles and facts you should look at. And then I didn't hear who he voted okay. for. That's relatable. Now, Garrett was... <laughs> Was this your, when you moved, so did you move to Spokane? Are you from Washington originally? I'm from Spokane, Washington, yeah. Oh, okay. So you did not move far. Correct. <laughs> I, I too went to, to college in like my hometown, but I did not go into the dorms. Kind of missed out on that experience. But Yeah, I was kind of forced into it. it Interesting. Um, going, looking at colleges, it was like, if you want to go to Eastern, you have to stay in the dorms. And my family was like, yep. Get in that dorm. You don't literally have to, but you're still a good hour away from the college. It wouldn't make sense to do it any other way. <laughs> yeah, it was like 40 minutes uh, bus ride in, which definitely got old. But And public transit's never something you really want to rely on mm -hmm. uh, to be somewhere at a specific time, say when class starts. But, you know, it was okay, too. Was Spokane a commuter school or was it more of like, it sounds like they were kind of encouraging a community there. It's kind of bigger than I think most people think, and it has multiple colleges. So mm -hmm. uh, Eastern wasn't like the only choice or the second choice yeah. or the third choice. But um, it was the fourth that's choice. Yeah. Think, like Eastern had a campus size right of on. like 10,000, I think. Now, Sage, did you move down and go to this college so you could be close to home? Uh, No, I'm trying to remember why I specifically also because that's that's <laughs> nonsense. That's a good joke. Uh, no, I'm still 3,000 <laughs> miles away or whatever at this point. That's probably further than it is, but, uh... Is it... He heard they were gonna get a red football field. <laughs> He's like, I want to go to the school oh, with the red football Yeah, they, they redid the stadium, and uh, none of the arts programs got any budget increase that year. It was great. No one's bitter about it. Uh, oh. I think... Uh, for the money that I had to go to a film school, the Eastern Washington Film Program really emphasized, like, getting the most out of your budget, uh, which is a very polite way of saying, like, we had just gotten some DSLRs and had, like, four light kits. 
and barely had like a grid to to check yep. things out. Uh, but it's like it's predominantly a writing program, and my degree is actually in screenwriting. That's cool. I loved screenwriting too. Going like that was a big part of my campus experience. Even though I was like, I was so tired in every class, I was nearly passing out all the time, constantly. But I don't know if that's a medical thing or not. I think that might just be being in college. But like, I loved my screenwriting class. Even if my head was down, I was still listening. <laughs> just resting my eyes. Uh, you and I and everyone else who have gone to a film program that is not USC or AFI know that it turns out you don't need a degree to work in this industry at all. <laughs> but I'm never going to tell anyone no. to not go to college and not have to finish projects and just also, no. yeah. push off being having a career for a couple of years because certainly me with my teenage ADD would not have well, been you, you... able to to work in this industry at 19 or 21 or arguably 23 when I started. <laughs> yeah, you miss out on like really learning how to make do with what you can get at a college, which like is maybe more than you had in high school, but isn't really, there's not a lot. And then like that forced interaction of like the communities that are much more, you're picking from a much bigger pool. Like you are selecting the people that you live with for the first time. They're not your parents. You know, you get to actually choose your, your roommate potentially. And like the, the, the scene that you hang out in and the culture that you build around you. Garrett, are you, you're working in where, what you got a degree out of? No, I was working online for a while, uh, for an online publication. And these days I'm a night auditor. Is that something like, what does that mean? <laughs> that just means I work graveyard at a hotel. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. And you're still, correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember you, you espousing, you're still very involved in the poetry scene, right? Yeah. Um, my plug last time and probably this time would be for Rain City Slam, which is doing online poetry slams since nothing is in person over here right now. Or most places. I know California just rewound the clock on terms of opening um, by quite a bit because we're setting continuous records. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, now, Garrett, if I was to perform a dramatic reading of this song at Brain City, how do you think that would go over? Well, generally, the rule for the open mic is you Ooh. can't go over three I can cut minutes. out. The, I mean, if I take out the parts of the song that I don't like, it's under three minutes. <laughs> I think you just have to do the faster part even faster. I, I take out the faster part because it doesn't work. I take out the parts that honestly come across a little rapey ten years later. <laughs> when you take out the context of me performing it yeah. in front of my roommate who is there and laughing at it. Like, there's there's some problems with the song. <laughs> Would you like to get into this? I mean, I feel like they're a parrot. We could, I will just play a clip of it right now. That was not the worst. That was the best. We couldn't fucking listen when I said that if you overdressed, I can't be held responsible for what would happen next. And we're back and I'm disgusted. Wow. <laughs> I, I'm surprised such filth left your mouth. Uh... Garrett, are you okay hearing this again, revisiting this trauma? I kind of have to be. That's what being <laughs> in a friendship with Sage is like. I I yes. deeply feel that. I I'm not. I know that you are both from very different places than me, like in terms of our nation. And I'm always like, I think it is more of like an age thing that we are just we just came to college at like the right and like high school, I think too, where like, you know. 
the whole toxic masculinity thing like there's aspects of that but like i'm so glad that we exist in like an age where we can say that we love each other that's all like just hearing people hearing friends tell each other that they love each other is really beautiful so like as much as i'm trying to like you know be a little shit about this song and tease you a bunch like it's really beautiful and like i remember my friends in high school and being able to say i love you to them and how powerful that was so yeah that's nice that's all <laughs> yeah uh i wonder if if i was 10 years older 15 years older uh, just my time in college if it had been 1995 and i had performed this song i would have gotten someone probably one of my friends saying yo that was pretty gay yeah whereas when i perform it in 2010 uh people understand that like oh no this is a song about a psychopath and sexuality doesn't matter in the context of the song <laughs> yeah you're like i'm gonna pull your hair and i'm i'm not in with that that was probably when i was sleeping mm-hmm. yeah no there is uh there's a section where i talk about the things i'm going to do to you while you're sleeping <laughs> gonna do stuff in the dark <laughs> gonna do stuff while you're sleeping in the dark Gonna do stuff when you can't detect it Gonna do stuff when you least expect it Gonna do stuff, do stuff Do your hair, I wanna pull your hair Be my best roommate ever Yeah, I was gonna get to like what you were doing in the yeah. dark It sounded like it was mostly hair pulling and maybe like horse pulling well, it's up to your imagination. There is some horse play I didn't in think the I was that it's... deep of a sleeper. Well, no, in that part of the song, you are awake and you are a horse. <laughs> it's uh, it's not a metaphor. It's more of a fever dream. <laughs> yeah, Kara. So, what 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 part of this song haunted you the most? Oh, jeez. Um, probably like. Th- the funniest line which is masturbating with no lights on (laughs) (laughs) which before just screamed after a pause (laughs) masturbating with no lights on so you don't wake up to my shame it's all gonna get until you catch me then it's probably not before I had heard it in the song it hadn't crossed my mind (laughs) I don't. I don't know if that's based on truth or not. To be honest, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there were probably always sure. enough times when one of us was not in the room that anybody had to like just just wait. And, you know, is, is he asleep? I think I lulled him to sleep with my with my lullaby. I mean, so to now be it's fair, that's, now it's time to get it. That's still masturbating with no lights on. I'm assuming unless you turn the lights back on for that moment, which you know, well, no, I'm not trying to shame you. No, I'm saying, like, it's more likely just earlier in the day while he's not in the room. Right. The code of, like, I'm going to go take a shower. You've got 20 minutes. Let's not speak any further. (laughs) Garrett, did we ever have, like, a a sock system or something? For masturbation. No, but we had... (laughs) No, well, for anything. (laughs) We had a pretty big closet. Oh, wait, we might have actually had... Wait, what? What does that mean? I, wait, I haven't been in this closet, <laughs> Garrett. What does that mean? <laughs> well, well, the first room that we had together was extra big, so it had extra big closets, and they both had sliding doors. But we might have had a sock on the handle system, actually. Not that I think it went into play much. So, just, I mean, I, I'm assuming that you're positing if someone is having someone over or needs some time, the other person goes and hides in the closet, is what I'm picking up? Apparently. Yeah, no, I was I was still 
You are not the best roommate ever. Connecting that to the masturbating with no lights on line. Also, the time when Sage should have put a sock on the door, he didn't because he didn't want me to know who was in there. <laughs> it doesn't make a lot of sense. But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. I think even I know what you're saying. I think it I makes a lot of sense. I apologize to everyone involved there. <laughs> Anywho. <clears throat> Love it. So, Garrett, how are you doing with this most recent recession? Because now that 10 years have passed, we find ourselves once again in dark days. Yeah, there is there is literally a line in this song where I talk about how my friend is spending too much money on video games while we are in an economic recession. Uh, is that relevant to 2020 at all? I mean, you could say I'm a cheap ass now that won't even buy Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 because it's 30 or $25, but if FF16 came out tomorrow, I would buy that full price. When you already did fess up to not only owning but besting Final Fantasy VII, the reboot, which is $60 for half a game, <laughs> is I believe one of the criticisms. Isn't it like a quarter of the original game? or? It's getting out of Midgar, which in the original game is like the first six hours. What percentage does that end up being? Small? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say 5 to 10%, but this is more explored. It's got you know some of the best scene music transitions you've ever seen in video games. And then you you know you got like bulky crappy FF thirteen NPCs side quest shit and you're like well this is kind of lame but you know there are things in it that make it great and fun and worth playing and I'm sure someone could enjoy what the forty hours or so that it is maybe twenty twenty five wow expanding six hours into into twenty five is is a feat it is but they also you know changed some of the stories they made new characters they gave you like a Jesse side quest, they all kinds of stuff. So it's still good, is what you're saying. I think it's excellent, yeah. <laughs> all right, so our rating system, Garrett, is Final Fantasy still good? <laughs> See, I, I always wanted to like have you on for a Final Fantasy VII episode, but even though I have bought it on several different systems, because I did like a PS3 and my roommate has the, the remake, like... I have accepted, I'm never going to play that fucking game. Yeah, turn-based RPGs are for everyone. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. The the new one is on sale right now, Sage. You could buy it on one more system if you oh, want. Oh, you would Two like You systems. go to hell. I don't need to buy more video <laughs> you games. You would like it much more. It's much more action. Play it on the PS5, bro. You can get go one. Go on. <laughs> yeah, if you can get one. Oh, man. No, I'm definitely in that. We are... We are recording this right before Black Friday, and uh, I will go back to refreshing PS5 stock alerts when we're done. Well, don't forget, we also recently uh, entered a Tacos Instagram accounts uh, contest <laughs> to see if we can win PS5s. And runner-up is some free tacos, baby! <laughs> a good runner-up. Financially different, but like I, I, I might have a better time with pizza. $40 of tacos! <laughs> Or a nice bottle of tequila as the silver place. Okay, if we get back on on track for a second, <laughs> I, I just want to say the find you bit at the end of the oh song. Oh, God, yeah. Is, uh, it's very sage, and it's very, like, perfect for the song. If you ever leave me, I'll find you. <laughs> if you ever leave me, I'll find you. Find you, they'll never 
Yeah, when we when like I when I used the phrase haunting earlier. Yeah, no, I expect Sage to like cause me physical harm, but usually on accident <laughs> or like for the butt of a joke or you know the importance of or art. Not a punch dancing accident. Yeah, I don't expect him to throw me off of a cliff that has spikes underneath it or something. That's that was not <laughs> that's specific. Well, I'm just saying, you know, the line didn't affect me because I took it as a joke fully because. You need me. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I do need you. It's been so lonely. <laughs> and ironically, I lived with Tim after you wrote that song. <laughs> sure. See, that's a part. There's like, I mean, I guess I didn't write that song for myself in my 30s, but there are parts there that are just like, oh, that's for no one else other than me in that moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I talk about Tim, you can't have him as mine. That part of the song means nothing <laughs> 10 years later. <laughs> yeah, Tim's just over here like, suck my nuts, Sage. Yeah, also, like, he, he got you. So <laughs> so it's just a reminder of my failures as a roommate and as, as a man, really. So, so should I ask, is Tim your future roommate at the time, Garrett? Yeah. He was oh, okay. already hanging out with us a bunch. And if, like, I was super busy, then Sage would take him off my hands and they would go, you know... Wear robes and get drunk and be ridiculous or something. That is a good description of my college years. Yes. A lot of robes? Uh, Yeah, I mean, like, I, I lived the animal house life, but with less drugs. Okay, so like... I'll... No drugs, honestly, in college. <laughs> but a lot of bathrobes and drinking. Is, I remember very like little wi- of animal house. the Wisest Wizard, or whatever that game's called? Sure. I don't think we actually did that there. Where you, like, stack your beer cans into a staff. Yeah, and you got to take Oh, I definitely together. did that. Oh. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I think I was looking at a picture of that earlier today with me in a in a robe with a wizard cane. <laughs> I also ended up being like the only person on my floor who was 21 at a time that everyone else was 19, Ooh, which did not involve me buying alcohol for people. It did involve me like just rubbing it in and being drunk around people. Yeah, it was kind lot. of like you trying to get everyone into it, and everyone was like, Sage, eh... That's true. I would have given people alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but for all you cops listening, he did not. I think, yes, yes. I don't know what statute of limitations are for providing <laughs> minors with alcohol, so we'll just say yes to be safe. At SF State, when I was in college, there was the local liquor store that would sell to underage people, and all you had to do was provide a student ID that didn't have your age on it. And for some reason, that worked for everyone except for me be and like you know i was at the time very tall i had a beard and for some reason like the woman behind the counter i think she actually went to my school but i didn't know her Mm. the only way i'd get to buy liquor was if the owner was there and he'd force her to sell to me and then she'd go turn around and like sell to some like fucking 15 year olds i i I don't i don't know what i did who i wronged i'm sorry (laughs) Yeah, you didn't know her, but she knew you. That's that's kind of what I've accepted over the years, and I don't know what I did. So, Garrett, mm-hmm. as we walk this episode gingerly out, I am curious, how has your life changed since Best Roommate Ever? I have a roommate who would call me the best roommate ever. Uh, I don't have you as a roommate, and that's a bummer. 
Are you doing okay? That was both beautiful and very sad. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Well, that's the story of our friendship. We're living in a precarious time. It's the title of my book about our friendship. <laughs> we're living in a precarious time. Sure. <laughs> I did think that the song would be longer. Like, I'm thankful that it's only <laughs> five or six minutes. But I really, when I first heard it, thought that it would just keep going and going and going. Because the versions I demoed where I'm making things up, those would go on for 10, 20. I'm sure I did one version that was 30 minutes of just improv. And even some of the stuff on stage is still improv. You can see the stuff I can't get through. Or that possum line <laughs> was, oh shit, what rhymes with awesome? Fucking shit, give it some awesome. What cuddle on the couch, want to spend all night eating possum? Because that's something that people do when the dog dry humping. Yeah, that, that one was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> and yet it's like one of my favorite parts of the song. <laughs> uh, honestly, you enjoying it in the moment and, and having a little bit of a laugh worked a lot with the crowd and. I think that they all thought that it was hilarious. They were all riding the same wave. Yeah, well, we will find out how it works as audio only instead of uh, video, which the YouTube link is in, in the show notes, audience. I encourage you to go check it out, uh, ideally before you listen to a word of this. But if not, we will, we will end it on this song. Uh, Gavin, any final thoughts? I do want to find out. So, like... You know, this I'm assuming is after Fight of the Concord season two has ended and they've maybe admitted they're not coming back. How did your pitch sessions with HBO go? <laughs> uh, not well. Uh, not not well. Not as much of a hook for just like, what of a song, what of a, what of a show that's just me singing different songs to my roommate? Um, but we definitely watched a lot of Fly of the Concords and that was very mm-hmm. much an influence on this. I mean, I feel oh, specifically... Yeah. Uh, Hey there, Brad, I see you looking right. down. Don't want to see my little homie down with a frown. Um, which I feel like I'm realizing now, but that was also a song I would play to Garrett to annoy him. It's another beautiful song. I, I would be super down to cover that show on the pod at some point, too. Cause that because that was... get more women than you. <laughs> it's only because they don't know you like I do. I said, bet you got it going on. Not in a gay way, just in a hey, mate. I wanted to say that you're looking okay, mate. Why can't a heterosexual guy tell a heterosexual guy that he thinks his booty is fly? All right, my last question for Sage is, uh, I guess, do you remember any parts that didn't make it in that you would have liked to have gotten in oh, the recorded God, yes, version? I want to know. So I was trying to figure out, because I transcribed this earlier today, and there is... There is a part of the song where I do my fast verse, and it sounds like I say I want to mm-hmm. come inside of you, but I'm actually saying I want to crawl inside of you. Uh, but no one's wrong for hearing what they hear in that, in that situation. It was not yeah. that distinct. There is, is that, makes that what sense. you heard as well? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I oh, think yeah, that's for what sure. everyone heard. I want to crawl inside yeah, of you and take away the pain. I'm pretty sure that's know, what you said, to be honest, but I could understand the intention. <laughs> It happens so yeah, yeah, fast, yeah. and they're almost the same thing, that everyone was like, oh, and then you're like, okay, we're going to skip past that, and I think everyone was like, oh, okay, yeah. At least that's find my that. perspective <laughs> of it. I want to crawl inside of you and push the pain away. I know what you're going through. It's part of being part of you. You wish that I would go away, but I am going to stay. 
and then I could not get through the next verse, and I've been trying all day to remember what it was, but I remembered that that was the part of the song I was not comfortable saying. And I want that in the context of the things that I did say in the song. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will text you if I ever remember that. <laughs> I will I will update this episode. Uh, but it's uh, something about wishing we were in an anime together. <laughs> That's cute. But like... The weird parts I of guess anime. It depends the kind of anime. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That is what the verses. I had some experiences back in high school too. Like we'd go to the Goodwill a lot, me and my my buddies, and uh, they had like just random anime VHSs. Some of which, which really shouldn't be for general consumption. Uh, you, you should know if you're buying certain anime. Uh, that's all. <laughs> it should be behind <laughs> a door. With the uh, with the other yeah 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 you, should, you should have to show I, you should maybe have to show ID <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, Garrett do you have any plugs you would like to plug whoa 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 wait whoa, 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 whoa. wait we whoa we should probably uh, decide if this is still good or not <laughs> oh I didn't think that was relevant <laughs> <laughs> no one gets uh, the yeah choice. no I'm curious to I'm curious to hear what you guys think is this still good is it better as a melody. Or should it uh, be deleted off of YouTube? Don't all speak at the once. The stakes are I'm high. I'm surprised that it's on YouTube. Yeah, I was very pleased to see that. Wait, you didn't upload it? I thought it was just on Chris's Facebook. No. <laughs> he had sent a link to it some time nice. ago. Okay, yeah. I thought it just existed as a Facebook thing. That's where I watched it. Um, yeah. My verdict is questionable. <laughs> it's it's question hmm. marks. Explain. Because if you were to do it, the updated version that could have happened this year at a possible wedding, I would not have been able to stop it, which which means <laughs> it was going to happen, which means that it would have forcibly sure. come back. And uh, I'm OK with Sage occasionally forcing his way back in my field of vision. I love it. So I say bring it back. Oh, I would love to. I would love the opportunity to force myself into your vision again. Okay, but are, are we talking about you crawling inside of him or just the vision part? Look, if if Garrett ever leaves me, <laughs> I'll find him. Because we're the same person. I will find because him. Because he's already inside. It's of part of being part of you. <laughs> That's where I thought the fast verse was going. Gavin, is this song still as good as when you heard it an hour ago? <laughs> um... I, I would say it maybe is even a little bit better now because, like, you know, unlike you at the time, I didn't get to see Garrett's face enjoying this. And now I get to not only, like, understand that he enjoyed it, but that it also creeped him out in the right ways, it sounds like. And I think that's that's something that is special. I'm going to I'm gonna go ahead and, and give this as, as a... This is... I, I'm going to give it a still good, but, like, knowing that, like, part of the richness is the memory and, like, I don't know. That's that's cool to see like this kind of badge on a friendship or something. It did feel like a nice way to be appreciated from all the times that Sage would say, take my clothes and film videos or like things making fun of me. From all the, the free unskilled labor, let's let's be clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is me giving back. But I'm definitely much harder on myself. Like, every song I've done, every video I've made, 
most of the things in my life, like, I pinpoint the things where, oh, I could have done better. Oh, this could be three and a half minutes that holds up a lot better ten years later. So, like, for what it is, it's still good, but for what I want it to be, it's definitely better as a memory. Well, so what did you want it to be? Oh, just that, but a little bit more refined. Okay. I get, no, so that's the thing. Like, that is what I wanted to be at the time. And I, I am, I'm proud of its presentation at 21, but I can't look at it at 31 and not cringe a little bit at the missed opportunities. Mm -hmm. Although um, the ending of you actually claiming to be the best roommate, I think would remain. Yes. Yeah. Well, actually, that's the only true part of the song. <laughs> so let's re let's revisit that real quick though. Um, on a count of three, which of you think was the better roommate? Three, two, one, go. Garrett. The darkness. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, Garrett, where can we find you on the internet? No find Booty you. Judy is find my you. Instagram. Uh, if you want some playlists from Spotify, search Maya0083. I got the Dude Bro playlist. I got the Rock Till You Realize It's the Mid-2000s playlist. I got rap that's actually good. Damn. I'm working on some playlists. All right. Well, you uh, can find me here every other week. That's all I do until the government says I can do other things. That's fair. And uh, you can find me here, I guess, usually the same amount of times. Yeah, sometimes more, sometimes less. And uh, I'm at Gavin V. Murray on most things. Garrett, thank you so much for joining us again. Thanks for having me again, Gavin. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Sage. It was nice seeing your face for the first time too. Even it's a, even it's a good face. I <laughs> Next wrote a time song about it. I'll do more uh, of the computer tech. I'll just be on a normal working computer, and <laughs> it'll be like a real whole thing. Well, until that time when we're discussing Fly of the Concords or or something else. Um, right, well, we'll let the dulcet tones of me from 2010 take us out. Thank you for coming. Thank you. <laughs>
do stuff in the dark? Gonna do stuff while you're sleeping in the dark? Gonna do stuff when you can't detect it? Gonna do stuff when you least expect it? Gonna do stuff, do stuff, do your hair? I wanna pull your hair, be my best roommate ever. Better than the others. Tony's not the worst, he's the best. We couldn't fucking listen when I said that if you wore a dress, I can't be held responsible for what would happen next. Fucking Shane Garrett's an awesome one. Cut a lot of the couch, wanna spend all night eating possum. Cause that's a thing that people do when the dog dry humping. Garrett was a race, so I went right up to the end of time and slap him on the ass and dig into his hind legs with my spurs. Cause you're a horse. <laughs> I'll tell you what I want to do. I want to come inside you and push the pain away. I know what you're going through. It's part of me and part of you. You wish that I would go away, but I don't know. I'll say... Just gotta give me a second to get my breath, because it keeps on going like that. Watch the other anime, and you always get mad joke about coming inside of you but you know <laughs> yeah. we can let that just sit it's fine <laughs> yeah. 